Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Lackadaisical like Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Jordan, and with me today, we have Ben. We have Vinny. And we have Patrick. Oh, wait. Oh, there, everyone. <laughs> yeah, no one introduced... Patrick whispered. That was about it. No one... Can we start that over? Nope. I didn't nope. realize you started the episode. Yes, you did. That was the intro. No, I actually know. did not. Well, this is the start of the episode. Get used to it, boys. I thought he was just fucking around, and I rolled with it. So welcome to episode 50, where we are now rapidly oh, we approaching... we got past the intro. <laughs> we, are, we are now rapidly approaching the 52-episode mark, which is a year's worth of episodes recorded. And man, I don't feel any different than I did a year ago. Even though majority of our, even though we're already past year because we took a few weeks off last time. Yeah. Did you just tap me on the, Barney just tapped me on the shoulder because he wanted to get my lap. <laughs> I don't know if y'all saw that, but he tapped on my shoulder. We had a very fun time trying to get this episode started. I wouldn't exactly call that fun. Define fun. Well, we tried to sink and Ben wouldn't sink. We tried to start to start the episode and Ben wasn't ready. And then Vinny tried to start the episode, and then he, we Jordan were, wasn't having it. And then Vinny wants to start it on his birthday, and and now he's got to start it on his birthday. Yay! And yeah, it's it's this is this is a very um that actually also, makes me really excited. Yeah. No. We're also we're all uh, no. We're also recording in the evening. Um, because oh, thanks, Barney. He just knocked my microphone over, and I caught it midair. At least Carol. you caught it. We're recording evening. Oh, you want to get in there, Barney? Well, as Jordan was trying to say before he had to start dealing with his cat, we're recording in the evening because we couldn't get a good time to record it earlier, so there's a chance we might die out a little bit towards the no. end. It's happened before. It's only 8.37. If any of us die out towards the end, Jesus Christ, Why? what in the fuck is this Rob Van Dam segment? I don't know. His wife is twerking. Wow. Oh. 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 Oh, look at Ben trying not focusing on the podcast and watching other shit. I want to talk about no loyalty th- to the cause. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> Vinny, I'm proud of you for that one. That's I, fair. I forgot about that. I'm, I'm proud of you for that one. Before before things just. I you can't know, argue. <laughs> you're not, yeah, you he can't. called me out. Yeah. Listen, Ben just hates recording a podcast. Yeah, he does. I don't hate recording it. I just hate you guys. Okay, that's fair. That's so fair. why do you deal with us? Vinny, no, don't don't follow his statement up with a question. Accept that statement, all right? It's the truth, and you know it. He does it for the money and for the views. His YouTube channel gets a lot of views from this, you know? Yeah, and it's going to get terminated here in a few I, months. And, and and he's Thank also he has to recuperate because the McDonald clan, you know, forty eight members of the McDonald family were were murdered in, in snow. the snow, in the snow, in the snow. Barney, no, go, don't, don't, no. don't, no, go. Now that's a reference to something that I just don't get. <laughs> no. What do you mean it's a reference to something you don't get? He doesn't get it. He doesn't. You know were it. here when I played it for you. Was I? Yes. I have no recollection of this. It wasn't important. It's okay. It is important. It was in the snow. To us. To him, maybe not. 
You know what is important, though? The topics. Let's go ahead and jump into them. Uh, no. So Sony has recently patented what looks to be a new cartridge, like game cartridge thing, that people's first reaction to it was that it could be like a new cartridge for a Sony handheld game or something. Um, But after thinking about it, it kind of seems like it would make more sense for it to be expandable storage for the PS5. All we know Mm -hmm. is it's just there's a patent uh, that was published by... Uh, the INPI, which is a Brazilian uh, studio. Let's see. Instituto Nacional de Propriedade Industrial. Um, and they patented that on November 5th, 2019. Now, I made sure to go and look up the pronunciation of that so I wouldn't botch it. I did that a little bit ago. And I'm very, you know, happy to present that in the proper pronunciation. Um, but yeah, they pronounce the hey, INP. At least you tried. Yeah. Well, I mean, I said it right. I mean, I know you did, but I would have just winged it and probably fucked up hard. <laughs> the only thing I would have messed up was the propria dodgy, because I would I would have said it propria dad, not dodgy. But apparently, it's pronounced propria dodgy. But uh, INPI in Brazil uh, filed a patent on November fifth, two thousand nineteen. Loosely translated, the patent is for configuration applied to slash in data recording and storage device. So, essentially, it just it more than likely is going to be, if anything, it would be expandable storage for the PlayStation 5. Not just any kind of expandable storage, though. We're back to the good old days of proprietary expandable storage. Yeah. At least that that means. That's what it seems like. Proprietary? Proprietary, it it means that it'll be usable only on the PS5, basically. So Just like how the Vita had storage that you could only use on the Vita, and the PSP had storage you could only use on the PSP, it'll be something made specifically for that device. I just want memory cards back. That's what I want. Yeah. Now, with the PSP, the Memory Stick Pro Duos were used in cameras and stuff as well, Sony cameras and whatnot. But with the PSP Go... It used a M2, like Memory Stick 2 format that was basically only for the PSP Go and was very, and still is very expensive. Uh, they didn't make any bigger than 16 gigabytes and they are still 80 bucks. Hold on. I have a genuine question right now. Yes. Patrick, why do you want memory cards back? Because <laughs> they were cool. Yeah, they're cool. No, from a practical viewpoint, why do you want memory cards back? I'm tired of always having to buy like expensive ass. You know, I just wanted like something that's massive on release date. That's like eight terabytes on release date. Dude, that's only in 2019, what fucking memory card's gonna be cheap? Uh, the PlayStation One and PlayStation Two memory cards. Yeah, they're really cheap. Yeah, I can find them. Yeah, because like they're bucks. not shit for space. That's okay. You didn't need that much space for the PlayStation One, PlayStation Two games. You yeah, know? exactly. Sixteen ben. megabytes could get on your childhood. Eight and megabytes. In the game case, and it's really cool. Dude, I'm movie. asking a serious question. Like, I we just don't want have a serious, a serious answer. answer for you. Yeah, I don't. I really don't fucking care. Fucking digital gaming's gonna take over, and it's gonna piss me off because it's gonna take up like, oh, you're gonna have to download 300 gigs for this downloadable game. That's it. That we, that's the best we could do. 300 gigs. Okay, never mind. I can I can understand that. Well, hopefully it won't go that way based off certain ways that certain laws are going, but that's besides the point. I like how Ben anyway, was so triggered over that. Like, 
Like, Do what? I like how Ben is so triggered over that. I genuinely wanted to know, and then I got a joke answer. I mean, beca- <laughs> because, I mean, realistically, there's, you know... We, it's impossible to make memory cards. Yeah, like, it's to work like possible. that. It's not impossible. You can. It can be done. It's just not it's practical just flash anymore. storage. But they're not going to do that for save files. They're going to keep them on the would... console because they have Yeah, you, like, at that rate, just do SD cards. Yeah. If you want portable saves, just do SD cards. Yeah. But, yeah, um... I really hope that this wouldn't be the case. Um, what I would like to see, which is kind of what I thought of earlier, I doubt this would be the case because obviously Sony has a very bad track record with proprietary memory. But I would like to see them sell, say, an enclosure, right, for SSDs. They're, they're going to sell their proprietary enclosure that fits inside of the PS5, and you insert whatever hard drive that you purchase inside of that enclosure. I would that be likely okay with wouldn't, that. That wouldn't be the case, I'm sure, because of Sony. But that would be, I would, I would be okay with that. Pay fifty bucks for the enclosure. You know, that's a lot of fucking money. But pay fifty bucks for your enclosure, and then you can just change out and put whatever hard drive you want in there. I don't know. I, I really would like hope that it's just an enclosure type deal and not a situation where you're buying an expensive proprietary storage because with storage prices today, um. And these more than likely being SSDs, you're gonna be look. You could look at a three terabyte SSD a few years from now, fucking five hundred dollars or some shit. Maybe they'll just get rid of USB ports on it. Just have a slot in the back. (laughs) Maybe it'll be smaller than we think it'll be. Maybe it'll be like the uh, what are what are the fucking uh, STD SDDs that you put in the PCI slot. Sexual transmitted disease, I don't know. Yeah, I was going to say, what kind of STD are you putting in your computer bag? SSD. It Maybe would... it'll be sp- something small and compact like that, and they just made their own version of it. But see, if Which they're would gonna... still be proprietary. Yeah, I was going to say, if they're doing that, then that means it's proprietary, and that means it's going to cost out the fucking ass. But, they... well, well, no, because it's still the same technology. They wouldn't be inventing some new crazy technology. But it, they would They'd still just be creating it. a new design for it. But they would still upcharge it because it's Sony. I mean, the the... the... The, what do you call it? I mean, Memory maybe. Stick Pro Duos? That's just a fucking SD card with a different shell, with a different face. It's just an SD card. It's just flash memory on a little plastic chip. Same with the fucking uh, bullshit for the PS Vita. It's just a micro SD card on a separate looking fucking chip. It's the same technology. It's the same little fucking flash storage, just in a different shell so they can call it their own and charge more. If they were to do the same thing with this, they'd you know, make it smaller, make it compact, or whatever, make it look different, but it's still their own. Charge a lot more. I it, guess. It just, it pissed me off if that was the case. It really would. And it's all, look, look, man. All I'm getting at is it's already expensive enough to upgrade your fucking current hard drives for your fucking consoles, right? My PS4 mm-hmm. and my Xbox One both have 500 gig hard drives. I can't afford to fucking drop 60 on a new hard drive for it. You know, just for the convenience of having more space. I can't afford to drop 60 bucks. And that's not, I know that's not, you know, everyone. But most people aren't going to pay the extra money to upgrade their fucking shit on their own anyways. Yeah. So it's already pricey enough for a normal fucking hard drive, let alone an SSD. Now, are, if they're going to be possibly adding in their own proprietary form of storage, then that would just make things even worse. And no one is really going to fucking upgrade the storage unless they're someone that's a bit more diehard and willing to spend the money for what's worth it to them. Like, you know, like say with Patrick, it was worth it to him to buy an eight terabyte 
or uh, was it eight terabyte Patrick? Yes, it was eight terabytes. Yeah, he bought an eight terabyte drive for his PS4 to back up all of his games onto, to download all of his his digital and physical games onto. That kind of worth, you know, is is dependent on each person's, you know, view of what's worth to them. You know, it's just, it's really frustrating because hard drives aren't cheap, is my point. SSDs aren't really cheap either for good storage. Well, they're more expensive. Yeah. Like, yeah, sure, you can go on Amazon, you can get a cheap I mean, you're looking like, what, double the price for a one terabyte SSD compared to a one terabyte HDD? Yeah. I mean, yeah, exactly. You can get a a laptop style, like a 2.5 one terabyte hard drive is going to be about 50, 60 bucks, I believe, right now. If you want an SSD for that same storage, you're looking at like 120, I think, 100, uh, 150, something like that, dependent on the brand, dependent on the sale, whatever it may be. You might be able to get it for cheaper. I don't know. But that's the ballpark. Then again, here's the last thing that we aren't uh, considering because I looked something else up uh, on this as well. It could also not even be a consumer device. Yeah. It could be specifically for the dev kits. It that, very that, well could be. Yeah, I didn't think that about is a that. Possibility. As a way of swappable storage to switch it between different dev units. Yeah. Because they patented the dev kits and that's how that leaked. Yeah, no, so that, what if this that, is just that actually very much so I could make sense. Did not even like, think this of could that. Just be like a storage cartridge or a storage drive for the dev units. Yeah, I mean they have their they games between up on there. and then the disc slot could be for taking and burning like the final pressings of or like they've been developing on an older version of the press of the dev kit, right? They want to take what is what they have on that game, pop it into the new one, just the quick easy switch. Like that you know, would no, make a lot yeah, of sense. Yeah, it can be installed to that drive specifically mm-hmm. and you can put it in any like updated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. One, yeah, that's a possibility. I didn't I didn't consider that because I just assumed it would be something due in public. I didn't I didn't think they would patent it for private dev use, but if they they've uh I forgot they patented the dev kits, so Well, because if they don't patent first, right, then someone like Microsoft or Nintendo could probably potentially do that technology and make their their thing more appeasing, their system appealing. more appeasing than Sony's. Well, yeah. game for for making bad games. So. What was that, Vinny? Nothing. I think Ben just like completely rounded off our speculation process. Yeah. We I I I would be really pissed off if it's proprietary storage, but it could be. But then again, it could just be an enclosure, or it could just be something you know unrelated, or it could be dev kit related. Moving on. Ben's red in the face over this botched PC port. No, not really. Rockstar botched a PC port again. Big shock. <laughs> yeah, big shocker, huh? So, um, long story short, Red Dead Redemption 2 has had a botched PC launch. <laughs> Some of the major things that have been happening are just tons of, like, freezes reported. Which, okay, big shock that, you know... That's going to be like one of the first issues with the PC port that people are probably going to report. Well, then there were memory leaks. Um, CPU spiking, which causes the game to freeze. Not even just on, on like lower end, 
builds for this game. But even on high-end builds, like people with 1080s and, you know, higher-end Intel's. No, it's specifically 1080 mentioned in this article. Okay. Um, to which that some people did come up with a solution for that, and it was to turn off some of the cores on their CPU. Yeah, I was just reading it's that. It's kind of ridiculous that, that you should have to turn mm-hmm. off cores on your CPU. No, you should not. I'm sorry. Like, I, and I'm sorry to like intervene with this, but motherfucker, you should not have to go as far as going into your fucking BIOS or whatever and turning off cores on your CPU. I'm, I, yeah. You should absolutely no, you're, 100% game, not have to fucking do that. You should have optimized your computer for that or your game to run exactly. with all fucking cores. See, that's the thing about PC gaming is that when you come out with your game or when you're developing your PC game, you're optimizing it to run on as many different types of systems as possible, no matter how many cores it has, and you're developing to make sure that it can utilize as many of those cores. You know, if somebody has a 16-core AMD, you're developing it to game to not only utilize a quad-core system well, but a 16-core system well. Because, of course, also the article that I'm looking at, they currently have a a video of uh, the Death Stranding dude pissing. So, that's wonderful. Thanks, Kotaku. Wait, you want to watch Norman Reedus take a piece? Um, not not only are they having those issues, but the Rockstar launcher in some cases won't launch at all. And which some folks have found out that the way to fix this is by disabling their antivirus software. And then some people are just getting messages that say activation is required. I'm sorry, I have to interject here a second. They have to turn off their antivirus just to get the launcher to open? Some people are saying to disable their antivirus software to get past the launcher. Okay, with that one, I'm not surprised. A lot of third-party antivirus softwares completely fuck with everything on your computer. Like, a lot of times. That's not uncommon, so I'm not surprised at that one. But it's a launcher that's been out for, like, what, a month now? And all it is is an updated version of a launcher that's been out for years. You're not wrong. I'm just saying I'm not surprised because antivirus are extremely finicky. Especially with their party ones. But um, it still should not have to do that. Some people aren't getting any audio. Some had luck by switching their audio output. Uh, several players are reporting getting stuck in an infinite loading screen. Oof. Um... So yeah, that is kind of Red Dead Redemption 2 and the clusterfuck that is the Red Dead Redemption 2 PC port. And it just kind of baffles my mind that Rockstar, which is a, a gigantic video game company, seemingly still can't get their act together on optimization of their PC ports. They've done yeah, this was, so many times. I was going to say, like, the, judging from their past, they really just do not know how to work with PCs. They're... Look at GTA 4, that PC port. <laughs> what port? <laughs> you think they would have fucking learned from that? And it's like, they somewhat have, but they still keep making mistakes that they shouldn't be making. Bully to this day has not even been touched since it released on PC. It's been updated, but they've never given like proper performance updates. Performance, random crashes... 
Oh my god, don't get me started on how terrible that port is. It makes me sad because I really like Bully. It's... Oh, Bully? Yeah. Oh, I thought... I thought... I don't know why we were still talking about... Though I thought we were still talking about GTA 4. <laughs> no, I don't like GTA 4. Fuck GTA 4. I like GTA 4, just not the PC version. Nico, let's go I don't like the driving in GTA 4, and that makes me not like the game. Yeah, the driving is a little bit wonky, but... I'm sure the story it. is okay. I'm just not a fan of the driving, so Shut I can't sit through the game. Shut the fuck up, But yeah, you, you, it's just disappointing that after all these years, they still seemingly can't do a PC get their port, shit right? together. <laughs> I know it's a lot of people there at that company, but like, if it means that you have to delay the PC port a little bit, and it was this was a PC port that they stealth announced anyway, so if it means you have to delay it a couple months out. Just delay it a couple months out and make sure that it's running like 100% properly. But I mean, I'm we sure want there's money. Extra business stuff that I don't know that's going on there. I mean, yeah, it's the, that aspect, definitely. That's there 100%. We want money. Um, we know this will sell, so let's do it quickly and get our money. Yeah. Optimization? What's that? <laughs> Pretty <laughs> much. You know, dollar bills. Pretty much. Yeah, I, I I wish Rockstar would just do better. Yeah, yeah. All right, so moving on. Uh, Vinny is going to rant for the next fifteen to twenty minutes, depending on how long he takes. Um, uh, and no one else is. I don't know if anyone's going to partake in this. Um, I'm just going to bitch at him for bitching, basically. So go ahead. <sighs> Pokemon Sword and Shield suck. Don't fucking play the game. All right, moving on. <laughs> And just despite every single one that's shading on it, I'm going to buy it later down line and be like, nah, I don't hate it. No, I don't hate it. I used I to do think that with games Patrick, that people get really pissed off about. You should do that anyways, because I think you'll like it. Well, I'm not going to buy it for $60. No, fuck that. Don't buy it for $60. Buy it used. Don't buy it for $20. from the store. Later down line, I'll buy it new from the store if it's cheap enough, yeah. Mm. So, because everybody has been really angry about the game, People on Reddit have been compiling issues that they found with the game from people that have actually been playing it, because, of course, people got their hands on it early. That is a running thing with Pokemon in the last few years. And so I'm going to go through this list, and I'm going to put my two cents in on certain parts. But for the most part, I'm going to be pretty much just reading certain parts of this Reddit thread. And the first thing that they have listed is the fact that the number of usable Pokemon has been cut. Less of them are less than half of them are now available. And we have an image of all of the remaining Pokemon. And I'm seeing a lot of red, which is the removed stuff. None of the legendaries, none of the starters, except for Fucking Charizard, of course. Um, I don't think even any of the mythicals... I don't think even any of the mythicals ended up in. And that's... Kind of... Ridiculous, in my opinion. Um, obviously, people have been angry about this for some time. But the excuse Game Freak used for this calling was that it 
lets them work on delivering better animations and a more carefully crafted game since they don't have to put more time and effort into redoing the models. Which is complete bullshit, as the game polish, game polish is worse than ever and the model seems to be just somewhat edited X and Y models. More on that later. Just like the Pokemon cut, about 144 moves were removed. There's a paste bin in the Reddit thread that shows all of the moves that were cut. Uh, one of them, oh god damn it, two of them are stuff that I am a little angry about. One of them I don't have reason to be, another one of them just is really dumb from my point of view. One of them was the signature move of Alakazam. Uh, it's called Kinesis. Uh, I believe it lowers accuracy of a target. Um, I could be wrong about that. And the other one is Return, a move that does more damage based on the Pokemon's friendship level. Which, for a game that's supposed to be about making friends with the creatures that you meet along the way, that's a kind of dumb thing for them to remove, in my opinion. Your opinion is invalid. Uh, yeah, fuck your opinion. Another thing they removed was Hidden Power, which is one of the most useful moves just in general. It's quite useless. That's why they took it out. Hidden Power changes its type and uh, I believe the damage too. See? Useless. I could be wrong about that, but uh, depending on the Pokemon's IVs. Um... Another one that they removed was Dragon Rage, which is, I think, one of the more common Dragon-type moves. I could be wrong about that. Um, Psy Wave, which is one of the few good attacking Psychic-type moves that I can remember. Um, Pursuit, which gives you a priority against Pokemon switching out to hit them once before they leave the field was removed. Assist, which lets you uh, randomly choose one of the moves from your team's move pool. Um, uh, Spiderweb, which is basically a bug-type mean look. Embargo, which prevents the target from using items. Heal block, which prevents the target from healing. Um, Mud Bomb, which is a it's not it's not common and competitive, but I have seen it a lot in single player as a attacking ground type move. Um, one of the signature moves of Vespaquen, uh, Flame Bursts, which is a decent okay-ish fire type move. Sky Drop, which is really helpful in double battles. Um... I think several of the Z moves and the and the um, Pikachu and Eevee exclusive moves were removed. I don't know. Just some of these move removals don't make sense to me. The game is apparently pretty short. Um, that doesn't particularly bother me, but I know it would bother some people. Um, the first streamer beat the champion at around the 14 hour mark 
uh, the first streamer that played it. Other streamers were clocking in at about 16 to 20 hours, so the average will probably be about 18. Uh, they have a screenshot of one of the streamers uh, about to beat the champion, clocking in at 14 hours and 34 minutes. So that's interesting. It doesn't really bother me any, because I don't... I replay Pokemon games a lot, so a shorter story just means more time to bullshit around instead of uh, taking forever to get through a long story. Which, Pokemon was never exactly the biggest thing on story anyway. So, that it doesn't bother me any. The graphics are less polished than Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee, and textures are often not the greatest. Thread has a couple of screenshots. Oh, by that I mean like, oh, how many is that now? Like eight, nine that I have open? It's just showing, yeah, too many. It's just showing graphics that are just like not beautiful. <laughs> and then they have a couple of comparisons for, between Sword and Shield and Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee. If you, um, because I know you're not going to open it yourself, Jordan, you specifically. The left is Sword and Shield, the right is Pikachu and Eevee. Absolutely disgusting. <laughs> the looks, Ocarina of Time yeah, Tree. Yeah, the Ocarina of Time Tree. I don't know if this is a good comparison, but they ended up saying, hey, here's another game that came out on Switch. This looks good. What happened to Pokemon? There's a constant graphical issue. Like, specifically... There's a huge problem with Poppin. They have a couple of videos linked that show NPCs and Pokemon just appearing out of thin air, which is especially noticeable on bigger Pokemon like Onyx, because you can actually see it pop in and then grow to the size that it's meant to be in that first video. Now, oh, wait, really? Okay, that, that part is weird. I, I was going to say with Poppin, under normal circumstances, I don't really care about popping too much um, within reason if it's just a couple characters here and there or random stuff but it's everything it's, it's in the whatever. game it's like i'd be okay with popping keep here your eyes over on this side of happens. the screen on this one that that you have to be that closer stuff to pop in mm-hmm. why do you have to be so closer to pop in you're that actually is really, really motherfucking bad. I am sorry. That is god awful. And then in battles, the opposing trainers will just disappear and reappear whenever they feel like it. Yeah, that's just a very poorly made game. That's all. I, I. Yeah. Like, like I was saying, within reason, Poppin's okay. Yeah. This is literally like what would look like the equivalent of like you know, fifteen feet IRL. Something you know, like popping that. Popping yeah. in, like in and out of existence, like, depending it, on. Like if you take a step forward or back, that's way too close. Yeah, way too close. For that to be and the game only like runs; is... it's locked at thirty FPS. Has slowdown at some points, which we'll get to later. And is just what happened. <laughs> um, the animations. One of the main reasons why Game Freak cut Pokemon, at least in the in the interviews, are as shoddy as ever. There's extremely lazy animation all over the game, from normal attacks to key moments in the game, such as the encounter with the box legendaries, which is the climax of the game. One of the examples is seen here comparing Hal's animation from Sun and Moon 
to, um, God, I don't even know his name, Hop, Hop's animation sometime in probably early game Sword and Shield. It's completely identical. Most of the animations for the camp are also pasted from XY's Pokemon and me, as shown here. Yeah, those are all the same animations. Pokemon battle animations are just as bad as before, if not worse. Pictured here is a Pokemon headbutting with its feet. <laughs> Another example is... It's all is very poor shit. It's all fucking poor climactic shit. climactic battle against the box legendary. I, okay, everyone just get in their places. Yeah. High quality animations. It looks like a game made in 2002. Cutscenes and restrictions, like previous Pokemon games, the cutscene and story forcing and restrictions are insane this time around. Seems to be even more intrusive and in your face than before at times, while keeping the same level of cutscene intrusion than past gen. There were constant heals, so the difficulty is just as stupid. In the f- first routes, you're not able to go beyond three trainer fights without getting a full heal. That's a little excessive. The first streamer avoided fights and didn't train at all. It was still one-shotting gym leader Dynamaxed Ace Pokemon. This can be seen here. Jesus. Post-game is practically non-existent, as usual, since Masuda and Nomori started directing. There's no frontier. There's also no frontier-like facility. The post-game consists of Battle Tower and a very short sequence of missions where you beat some Dynamax Pokemon for your rival to catch the other legendary. Not only this, the Battle Tower is an inferior version to past towers, doesn't have super single or super double battles. It has no triple battles and there's no tower bosses. It's just random trainer NPCs after another. So the game is designed stupid. Um, One of the biggest examples of this is not being able to catch Pokemon in the wild area until you get a certain badge number. Originally, they... um, Originally, badges would give you a limit on how strong your Pokemon that you have could get before they stop listening to you. Now that goes even further and makes it that you can't even catch Pokemon that you see in the wild that are above this level. So you can't even see something you like, catch it, hold on to it for later. You can't do something like you would in Generation 1 where, oh, this this third gym is electric type. I don't have anything good against electric. Oh, there's a cave here with Pokemon that are strong against electric. Let me go catch one of them. No, not if they're too high a level. And this just hurts a lot for shiny hunters because they're not going to be able to catch all of the shinies that they may run into in the wild area. I mean, yeah, if you're going to come across a shiny and you can't catch it, that's... That hurts because I don't think they increase the odds of a shiny either. I think it's still the one in 4,000 that it's been since Gen 6. Um, Jeez. They added Dynamaxing and Gigantamaxing, lit, removed other stuff, and apparently dy- dy- Dynamaxing, Jesus, is limited only to gyms. So you can't even use it in other battles, which I think that means you can't use it in online battles against other players, which is really fucking stupid. They removed Mega Evolutions and Z-Moves, Mega Evolutions were pretty big, but what the fuck? (laughs) That's ridiculous. I'm going to save that for later because they have a list of removed features. Uh, There's no scaling of the models. They're the same sizes as X and Y, giving 
more plausibility to them not really redoing the models. Any argument against this is thrown out the window when Dynamaxing exists, because the models seem to be edited XY models. Since the models seem to be edited XY models, the problem remains. They have non-scaled models in Sword and Shield, and a scaled model that came out 15 years ago from the GameCube. Um, which would have been either XD or Colosseum. I'll get you the link to that picture, Jordan. Just give me a second. Um, there's no Global Trade Station, which is disappointing, but that is likely due to Home, which is... I don't know when that comes out, but there's supposedly going to be some kind of training, trading function in Home. It's a $20 price increase for what is very disappointing compared to the 3DS titles. Sometimes the wrong backgrounds load during Pokemon battles. Sometimes no Sometimes backgrounds Sometimes no backgrounds load during Pokemon battles. Um, there's a complete lack of music in the game's stories most... In the, in the game's stories most important moments. Starters are shiny locked, which is not surprising. The entire world freezes when using certain objects. There are random soft locks. There's no animation for flying. There's no Elite Four, which I don't I don't know why they would do that. There's no victory road. Ugh. Ugh. It's just overall just really disappointing. And I know I've carried on for a while now, and y'all are probably tired of hearing me bitch about it. So Yeah, Vinny, shut the fuck up. No, I'm kidding. So normally I'd be like try it out for yourself, see what it's like, see if you enjoy it. But this is it if you're if look, there's 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 people that can avoid you know all these issues and it won't bother them. People that just don't notice these and just don't care if they do notice them. Those are just the people that are just, you know, I, I guess for lack of a better term, it's just very casual players. They just want to play the game. They don't care about any issues. And, though, you know, it's like an eight-year-old, a ten-year-old, they're not going to care about any of that. You know, they're going to play the game and it's going to be, you know, it's going to be Pokemon. The removals of stuff it may bother them, you know. They'll notice the shit that they've removed and whatnot, I'm sure. But, like, the graphical stuff, the performance stuff... Um, all that type of crap they're not going to care about as much. It's, you know, more so the people that are like you and us that would care about it. And granted, there's a, you know, large audience for the game series that are of this age bracket that would, you know, that play the games. But I, I, I think it's just minimal effort put into it. And we've gone over it before, but minimal effort put into it because they were supposed to focus more on their other game. And push this out really quickly oh, for the and that's home. another thing. Little Town Hero did not do well. Of course it didn't. I mean... Because even that it, was not who, very who the good. Fuck? From what I'm I mean, seeing. But also... Yeah, but didn't Pokemon have a considerably larger amount of staff on it? I don't know the exact number did, of What staffs. I heard, the confirmed number actually wound up being 300 people. 300 people worked on Pokemon, Pokemon. Sword and Shield? Yes. And it still came out this bad? Yes. That's... <sighs> Man, so, so Man, I went and looked. I'm stopping there. I went and looked at the uh, at the list of retired or replaced features, and I'm just disappointed. I miss some of these features. Yeah, 
it yeah don't yeah it's it's i i'm i'm baffled about how many people were supposedly developing the game and how bad it came out this is why we need delays this is why you shouldn't rush a fucking game oh my god i I hope I hope people are able to enjoy the game anyways. I maybe they'll push a patch later on that'll, you know, make the game better. I don't know. You know, I I hope they do. I hope they do. I don't have faith in them, honestly. Vinny, eventually you'll pick it up and you'll play it though. I think you will. Eventually. Well, I learned about we learned about uh, Ben's Goldberg's uh, earlier before we moved Did on we? to the topic and that was really good. <laughs> I was not um, here for this. Oh, it's good. He used a sense like Ben something about his Goldbergs, and I asked Jordan, "Oh, did he have really good Goldbergs?" And Jordan nodded his head and was like, "Okay, good." And then we learned about some Poland team that never won a tournament, and it was really good. Um, oh, it was wonderful. Okay. NTR is a cucking where I Jordan a got Goldberg out. is making whoopee. Hit <laughs> these cookies with this. Phone. All right, I tried, Jordan. I'm sorry. <laughs> making whoopee. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, wow! <laughs> For real this time. I'm glad. I'm, I'm glad. No, look. I'm glad y'all are enjoying yourselves. All right. Oh God! This one's even better. <laughs> oh, God! Dang it! Can we just? <laughs> no, we can't. <laughs> I just read the first line. Right, so Patrick and Ben, this. Patrick and Ben are having a seizure because they can't stop laughing about Ben's big Goldbergs, <laughs> and and Ben's looking up weird fan fictions of Goldberg and the definition of Goldberg. So it's just move, on Urban so, Dictionary. So, yeah, really? exactly. So Sonic the Hedgehog has been redesigned, like and he's looking really good. Four time there, and all I can think about is Ducky getting Goldberg. <laughs> <laughs> I know I'm just adding fuel to the fire by doing that, but it's fine. (laughs) So, yeah, Sonic uh, got a redesign finally. It was supposed to come out, like, I think, like, earlier this week was the original plan, and then they had to scrap it till February 14th, which is great. Uh, It actually looks... The trailer actually looks... uh, Oh, it looks phenomenal. And it looks great, and... The movie doesn't look like too terrible. I mean, sure, it's probably have some cheesy slapstick comedy that uh, you know, it's just gonna be like, oh, that's not really funny, but you know, it just it's got good stuff there, so it's gonna be, you know, at least tolerable. Yeah, I'm completely fine with that. I really like the new Sonic design. Everybody likes the new Sonic design. And if I remember, I like how this trailer shows didn't mo- some more of old what his fan comic to be. guy do the design for the Sonic movie? I think yeah, some sort of what of uh, animator nipples or some, someone that makes or Sonic enchiladas. I, I know so. that the guy that worked on Sonic Mania, did, I think, helped with the design, but I don't know if he's that guy. All I know is like there's I, just, I, uh, I remember someone that makes kept making fan comics, and well, he uh, <laughs> he helped with the redesign, which is good that they actually had somebody that knows oh how to God. draw Sonic for fun. They actually, opened a studio that probably didn't <laughs> first glance didn't give two shits and wanted to shit out a bad movie. I just gave myself such a he- such a headache. How? Laughing. Yeah, Sean. That hurts so much. I'll find the tweet. Just give me a couple of minutes. Yeah, the movie. Uh, 
they showed a bunch of more stuff like that. I liked how they showed Sonic, how Sonic's character usually is. It's supposed to be like someone that doesn't take stuff too seriously, but uh, can handle stuff in a very cocky attitude, which is good. Everything looks better, especially his redesign and all the fun stuff that we saw. It's not doesn't look like a boring bad movie, which it's probably gonna be. Probably not gonna be the greatest movie, but it's gonna be better than what it was supposed to be. It, it felt like more of his personality shown through with this trailer, uh, especially with the new design. I really like the part where he's like, "How are you still alive?" And while he's do while he's doing like his his fucking poses from the end screen of each level in the Sonic games. <laughs> yeah, he just goes, "I have no idea," <laughs> and that's just the Sonic games in a nutshell. Yeah, I, I can uh, test that. And I've seen a few screenshots of him hard. wearing a headband that has the uh, old, the, the, that opening graphic from the first game. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was really cool. And also, there was a part in there where he does like the little idle animation of like him balancing on a ledge about to fall off while he's standing on the lamp post. So that was pretty it's, neat. It's so good. And there's also like the split second that just has like this bunch of screens of like other Sega games like you could see Puyo Puyo Tetris, Persona 5 that and I do have to say the music that they chose this time what did they chose choose last time Gangster's Paradise yeah they chose Coolio's Gangster Paradise for whatever reason choosing the Ramones despite the fact that I don't like that specific song very much is a much better choice feel like it fits it more Yes. Mostly because, like, the Sonic, um, the Sonic games, uh, they, they typically, like, their, their music is primarily rock music, so it, rock music, I feel, fits a Sonic movie trailer more. There you go, Ben. I hope they let Crush 40, thank you, Vinny, uh, I hope they let Crush 40 or something like that do a song for the movie, that'd be fucking cool. I like a Crush 40 song in there. That would be good. Since they are Sonic music from Sonic Adventure all the way up till now. So yeah, this got a new redesign. It looks good in the movies day and night. So it's good. That studio is actually wanting to listen to fans for once. Then be like, no, we're just going to make a really shitty thing, so fuck you. Yeah, that, that... But they listened, so... You know. Yeah, they listened for once. A big company oh, good on them for listening. Other studios yeah it was was a good trailer could you be talking about nothing lame geek (laughs) lame geek does it rhyme with that maybe I will add my two cents in and agree that the new Sonic design is absolutely amazing and the vibe that I get from it is that of the Detective Pikachu movie same kind of quirky, upbeat kind of humor, and I look forward to it. I want to Goldberg, see an old woman who teaches mathematics and enjoys uh, the following: <laughs> cutting her own hair, Asians, bees, Euclid, Asians, straight edge, and oh, did I mention Asians? So that wraps up the pot topics for the day. Uh, you almost we'll said the podcast. We'll be back to talk about. We'll take he a quick break just and we'll so back to talk about what he's feeling right up. now. <laughs> Oh, 
Alright folks, welcome back. It's time to talk about what the f*** we've been up to. And as a group, there have been several things. Um, first off, I started at the Minecraft server again. Uh, For the this 30th time. It's a time. One point. I mean, it's, it's Minecraft. You always go back to it. Um, this time it's 1.14.4, I believe. Um, last time we played was 1.14.2, Somewhere maybe, or 1? I think 1. Maybe 2, but it was a couple releases ago. Um, but yeah, I got the server going again, um, and it was just Vinny and I playing on our own world. Um, but then this past weekend, um, our buddy Chris got online. Uh, I haven't played any games with him or talked to him for a little while, a couple months. So it was nice to talk to him and decided to start up a new world, and that wound up being very successful because there was like five of us playing on it at once, and it's, I always feel so accomplished that I I'm able was, to run a server for all of us to play I think it was on. you, me, Chris, Beck and Didrick? Yes. Yeah, we had a lot of fun. Me yes, and Didrick started building a house together. Beck went off exploring. I don't remember what, was, what Chris was up to, but I know you started building a farm at one point at the top of the mountain. I built a house I built a house and a farm on top of the mountain um, because Captain Kirk was up there. You still haven't sent me that, by um, the way. Vinny doesn't know that meme about Captain Kirk. You don't know the, the Captain no, Kirk don't. meme? Yeah, he doesn't. Damn it, Patrick okay. showing his Goldbergs. <laughs> Go on. Goldberg. Goldberg. <laughs> Goldberg. <laughs> Goldberg. So, yeah, Minecraft is always fun, and it's it's, it's, it's good. Um, and then uh, we played some Black Ops, um, but we were, it was Patrick and I, and we were playing with Didrick. Yeah. And we were playing Gun Game. And amongst other things, I think the specific one was gun game, and it was uh it, it ended very, um, let's just say it ended on a note of Patrick uh, being angry for the rest of the day. Yeah. Um. Uh, long story <laughs> short, really I did. stole I stole the win from him, and it angered him very much. So. Um. So, uh, needless to say, we probably won't be playing Black Ops ever again together. Um, he's, now, when he says steal, he kind of cheated because he knifed me, even though I said I'm not oh, going to knife not anyone. You're being a fucking turd. I told you I'm not knifing anyone. I'm just going to play the game, and then you knife me, and then you steal the win. If, if I knew it was you, I wouldn't have knifed. If, <laughs> you should have knifed though. to begin with. I, w- I knifed because I was like, I'm running around in circles trying not to die. And I was like, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. Okay, fuck it, knife. Like, just a freak out type thing. Like,. I shouldn't have knifed because we we you know said we weren't going to. So I mean, yeah, but like it wasn't a vengeful thing, at least. Like, yeah. I just don't want you to think that it was a vengeful thing, but uh, it, it, it it still basically fucked Patrick and he didn't get the win. Hey, he knifed me and then he just stole the win from me and that just and I was like, nope, I'm done. Besides Black Ops One, Ben and I have been playing Black Ops Two. Yes, sir. Uh, because it is a you know, also a very good game, which we also played with Chris as well this weekend. Oh, yeah, actually, not this yeah, weekend. Yeah. Last it night. was yesterday. Yeah, it was last night, uh, yesterday. So, uh, Black Ops 2, you know, uh, we played some Sticks and Stones. We played some Marksman or Sharpshooter, I think. I think it's what it is. Marksman or Sharpshooter. I can't remember. Um, the one where it changes guns every 40 seconds. Um, gun game, all that stuff. And we also came up with this stupid game where it's just basically knife only 
And we we had a tactical knife. Yeah, it was like I could only shoot. Chris could both stab and shoot, but you could only stab. And and the reason being was Ben is only good at shooting. Chris yeah, has high ping. Shit. Chris has high ping, so he's allowed to do either. And I'm just really good at stabbing. So I was like, all right, well, you know what? Just let everyone do their strongest and stick with that. So that, that's pretty much what we did. And it, motherfucker, it was a lot of fun. It was stupid, but it was fun. I do want to say I think my favorite part was when, what, Sticks and Stones? Is that the one with the... Yep, with the, the crossbow and the axe and the tack knife. I was shitting the bed on every single one. And then suddenly there was just one game where I just out of nowhere explosively did good. So that uh, what I think, what I've noticed with you, Ben, when playing Black Ops 2, and it pisses me off, I'll be doing really good, and, and we'll be like, you know, uh, more or less even. But once you warm up after about five, six games of whatever it may be, you suddenly just are good again. You just are really bad warming up. You, you're really, like, you, it takes you a while to warm up. But after you do, you're really good. And it pisses me off because, like, well, shit, either I'm getting bad or you're getting good. And it's just at past several times we've played that it keeps happening. You warm up and then you're good. I mean, I guess, but I don't remember being good at any of the future games we played in that in, in that mode. You you were doing really good for several of them, like, for a while. Maybe not the Sticks and Stones as much, but, like, Marksman and the other shit. You were I doing remember the other night Which one Jordan was, was getting really salty that you kept kicking his ass, Ben. Yes. Yeah. Well, that, yeah. Which uh, Marksman. I don't. I don't know if it's marksman or sharpshooter, but the one where it changes guns every forty seconds. Sharpshooter. That one's sharpshooter. Sharpshooter. Yeah, yeah. That well, you, you you were doing really good with that one. Like, maybe a little bit towards the end. Like once you warmed up, you were like. That one I've yeah. pretty generally and consistently been decent at, though. Yeah, especially when you get an automatic gun, then it can kill me from across the map for no reason. I'm only good with those. I'm only good with automatic guns. Yeah. It's, it's I'm been just, fun. I'm just not good with like rapid clicking. Yeah, semi-automatics. Like, with, with semi-automatics and burst guns, I, you have to do that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Black Ops has just been fun lately. Um, I want to try some of these zombies for those two, Black Ops 1 and 2. Uh, just because I haven't played Black Ops 1 zombies before. I played 2s. And I only like, like one or two of the maps. But yeah. Um... And then Patrick and Ben are going to have their wrestling talk later uh, about AEW and Full Gear. So stay tuned for that. And Dynamite. That's what I'm about to say is AEW, Dynamite, and Full Gear. So stay tuned for that. Um, And then we finally got around with Beck to play some Borderlands again. Which I think that was a shorter session than normal. And also I just felt like we were like... It was shorter because it was a Thursday and I had to work the next day. Yeah, I think that was it. We couldn't stay so up we really. Fit it's like odd two day. hours in instead of three. Yeah. Anyway, it was still fun. I oh, yeah. I don't I don't remember why, but I was like really irritated most of the time though. Like I I was biting my tongue. I didn't say anything because I didn't want to ruin it for anyone else. But I was like really irritated most of the time we were playing, and I don't remember why. I just I, I remember I was. Me. I don't know. I mean, you. I don't remember you doing anything, but something was. Something irritated me. I just was irritated. Regardless, though, we got another couple hours of Borderlands in, so that's fun. And I really hope we get to, you know, get to that soon again. Um, hopefully on a better day to where we can have more time, too. 
Yeah. I'd like to I'd like to sit down for a good four hours and you know get a lot of a lot of stuff done. Be nice to do it on like a Monday or a Tuesday. Yeah. Or a Sunday night where I don't have anything going on. Exactly. And then last but not least, Vinny and I have started recording Majora's Mask again. Uh, we got uh, more of that done. I think we got most of the way through the second cycle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're we're basically like we got all the way up to getting the before. Well, actually, no, we are ready to enter the dungeon. Yeah. We are we are ready to enter the second dungeon. A little bit behind the schedule that I had set up, but that's okay. honestly I'm. This is the quickest I've played through it, so I'm impressed. Uh, the only fucking downside is the last session we had, which is only session two, by the way. The last session we had, for absolutely no reason, OBS decided not to record the audio for the gameplay. I even though it was it, it was, was showing up monitor there and output. Mm-hmm. The monitor and output was, was set one hundred percent properly. To hear it fine. Everything was. It came up in the mixer. Mm-hmm. There was no reason for it to yeah, not work. It was all there, but for whatever reason, it decided to just not record the yeah, audio. Yeah, it was all there. It wasn't muted. Nothing was, we, like, we went back and checked every single possible scenario, every every single setting. Everything was set right, but for some reason, it just did not record the audio. It didn't it put the audio with it, so. So it was really just, like, some kind of a freak glitch. Yeah, it's a, yeah exactly. It's a freak glitch. That, and it, it's like, okay, well, this sucks because that's a lot of audio. That's two hours. So that's several episodes of, of no audio for the gameplay. And it's at least it's just that that there's no audio. I can add music in and make it, you know, mildly decent. But it's just like, man, I should I shouldn't have to deal with this shit. You know, come on, OBS. Like, if it's not my capture card doing something, it'll be OBS. It's dumb. Yeah. And it's never my capture card itself. It's always related to my CPU. So it was, it's disappointing to see that it wasn't related to what I expect it to be. So yeah, it it that was a thing. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much all we've been up to as a group. I guess I'll go ahead and go off about what I've been doing lately, which isn't really go for a it. Whole First, do you want to talk lot. about the Outer Worlds? Yeah, that's probably what we should transition to because we've both been doing that. So, now, how far are you in? I'm. I com- I finished Edgewater, the main story shit for Edgewater, and I've done a bunch of stuff in. I forget the name of it, but that ship. Ground, uh, the Groundbreaker. Groundbreaker. Yeah, I've done a bunch of stuff there. Um, I've done a couple missions for some other people. I've acquired yeah. as many missions as I can, and I've done the repairing the heat um, for the ship and did all the work for that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm a few steps into the Parvati personal quest. The Junlei. Uh, yeah, the Junlei thing. Yeah. So, like, I'm at the part where I go take her out for a beer. Um, let her talk about it. So that's that's pretty much where I'm at. Right. Yeah. Get several options there. So that that part's fun. Right. But but yeah, that's pretty much where I'm at. Um, I'm not terribly far, but I I wanted I want to check and see how many how many hours I put into it. But apparently, I can only check on the Xbox app, like phone app. No, no. Uh, if if have you manually saved your file at all? Mm Hmm. If you hit save and you look at your file, it will show you on your save file. I'm going to boot it up real quick and check that load then. I started off originally playing on Xbox. um, And by the way, I meant to ask, do you have a fat or a slim Xbox One? I have the original Xbox One. Okay, me too. 
I don't know why our experiences are different. Um, so I, I, it's playable on Xbox on, you know, base hardware, it's playable, but I just got frustrated because I kept getting frame rate drops. Uh, textures were not loading in on walls and stuff that would take a long time to load in or pop in. They wouldn't fade in right. Faces stayed blurry a lot. The face, facial textures just would not load in half the time. They just stayed really blurry. I mean, as far as texture pop in, I had some texture pop in. As far as faces being blurry, they were blurry for like a couple seconds and then they were clear. Um, mm-hmm. That like I don't think I nearly had it as severely as you did. I that's that's weird, but I guess I also could just be hard drive based. I mean, maybe my hard drive is just malfunctioning in comparison to yours or something. It, Possibly. Who knows? It is original Xbox, so but I haven't had it since launch, so I don't know. Uh, all I know is it just it bugged me enough um, to a point where I went ahead and switched. I actually spent a, a, a day fixing my computer to where I could play it on PC, and I'm I'm very 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 glad I spent that effort. Yeah. So I went and installed the Xbox beta app thing so I could do the Game Pass thing and download the game and play it. Well, it wouldn't work. The game wouldn't launch, and it like corrupted itself. And apparently, Windows had been corrupted for me for quite some time. And I just never, you know, repaired it or fixed it because I didn't need to. But it never would let me install any proper DirectX updates or whatever it may have been. Not DirectX, but um, uh, Microsoft NET framework stuff. And I spent a day fixing that. Basically, I had to reinstall Windows. Um, but I was able to keep all my files and programs. and Except for a couple. I had to reinstall Vegas. But um, after that, it, everything worked fine. Windows updates would install properly, and I've been playing the game, and I just checked my save file, and I am four and a half hours in, which is surprising, because I thought it took a lot longer to do all that than I I anticipated, because I play very slow. Like, I'm very meticulous, and, like, the way I learned to play Skyrim is, like, loot everything. Like, you know, go through everything, loot everything, grab everything, and with these type of games, with Western RPGs at least, whenever I do play them... That's kind of just how I play. It was like, I loot everything. I'm looking for everything. I'm grabbing everything. Whatever I don't need, I sell. You know, like, I mean, I just, I grab everything. I loot everybody. Um, so forth and so on. So that takes me a lot longer, I imagine, than other people. And in that process, I also get, like, every side quest that I can. And I intend to do all of them with this game. Considering it's a slightly shorter game. But it's... It's just, it's just such a damn I don't even good think game. it's just slightly. I think in terms of 100%ing this, this is like considerably shorter than I would say most of those games would be because I feel like most of those games to 100% them, you'd be looking at clocking in about 100 hours and this one is still only like maybe 30, 30 hours tops. Yeah. Which is honestly for me, I feel like it's a breath of fresh air for the Western oh, yeah. RPG genre because I feel like Lately, there's been a lot of padding that people have been put that uh, developers have been putting around the games, just so people feel like they're getting their sixty dollars worth out of it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I don't feel like all that padding really means much if the game doesn't necessarily play super well. Which, in the case of Bethesda games, they unfortunately don't play that well. <laughs> yeah, I mean they are kind of buggy. It's, it's Bethesda, yeah. and not even to mention Fallout seventy six. I mean, they're just still running on a super old engine they're running on an engine that at this point is eight years old unreal engine 4 it came out a while ago like i think 2014 maybe 2014 or 2013 
But they continuously update it, so the last update for it was September 4th, 2019, two months ago. Mm -hmm. So they're continuously adding updates and improvement to the engine, whereas the creation engine, I'm sure they've they've made updates and improvements, but whatever they've done isn't enough. Yeah. Well, Unreal Engine 4 is just a better engine overall. I mean, it's much more universal. It's a much better engine in general. I mean, yeah, isn't it like an open... Open source engine, I believe. Open source, like, freeware... Mm-hmm. I believe so. Yeah, it's freeware with use it. a royalty model for commercial use. Yeah. It, it, the game plays really well. It's 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 weird how many people I've seen give the definition of it, the description of it, like you did, uh, where it's like uh, you take Fallout and you add Borderlands-style combat and you're good. Like, that's kind of what it feels like. It, it really kind of is. The way you get your weapons, the type of weapons and shit, you know, how you use them. It it really is kind of like, you know, Borderlands, like, because you have elements and whatnot that you can apply and you can use, like, you get shock and you get whatnot and different effects that they add to that. Like, it, it's really cool. It's very thorough. Um, the game just feels really cool, not to mention the visuals. Like, man, the visuals looking off into space when you're on, you know, when you're in Edgewater and you see this these red rings and planets and stuff, it's just... The backgrounds and just everything's so sharp and clean and like if you think it looks good on Xbox, Ben, if you played it on your PC, you you oh I'm sure shit. it would look even better on PC. When I jump to P, I don't even have a high spec PC. You know, I have an AMD FX eighty three fifty, an RX five eighty, and sixteen gigs of RAM. You know, I have an older build, um, with a shitty CPU, and I still when I once I lock the frame rate to sixty FPS. I'm running on everything on very high settings, and motherfucker, mm-hmm. it's a solid 60, and everything looks so beautiful. Yeah, I'm sure it looks... Um, the game is very optimized on PC. Yeah, it's got to look even better on PC, I don't mm-hmm. So, but you you have the benefit over me of being able to play on a big-ass TV. I'm playing it on my computer Yeah, that, that was my biggest driving factor, was just... Do I want to play it on my TV or my monitor right now? And my TV was the one that I really wanted to play on. I want to be able to sit back and kind of relax. And your TV is in like a very optimal position as compared to mine. Yours is like directly in front of you, like on eye level. Mine's like mounted upwards. Just right over here. Mine, mine, as you know, is mounted like up on a wall, tilted down, which is okay, but it's still not eye level. And I can't really have a, a setup any different than that. Yeah. I mean, if I, if I could get a different setup and have my TV, like, right over here in my face, oh, my God, I'd be, you know, that'd be great. But that's besides Just the shove point. it in your window? Actually, I could. But also, like, that tells people to come and rob my house and take my $25 TV that I got from garage sale. Nah, just, like, put something over the window. I mean, I put have something black, black over curtains. the window. I have black curtains, blackout curtains. Nah, so. put something, like, directly over the window. Yeah. Maybe. Well, no, because our neighborhood association will complain. You can't you can't obstruct your windows. They have to be visible from the street. They don't have to look into them, but your windows have to be visible you from the street. You own the house! No, we don't. Not in a neighborhood association. You don't. Nope. Sorry. Nope. Oh my god, that's so bad. Dude, on top of that, we pay a neighborhood association fees, $400 a year. And that's supposed to be for upkeep on the, the house lights and the streets, which never happens. That's besides the point. Fallout New... I mean, um, um, The Outer Worlds is really good, alright? Really, really good game. Definitely go play it. I am playing it through Xbox Game Pass. Um, and man, it's just good. It's really good. 
Really, really, really good. Please go play it. Besides that, um, I finished editing the vlogs. Um, I have one video left that I'm about halfway done editing now. Sorry, Patrick. Um, but finished all the vlogs and the additional videos except for the one that I'm still working on, which is the MRA video. I've still got to get that together the rest of the way. Um, but everything's all up and the vlogs came out very well. I'm very pleased and I'm pleased with the views that it's getting as well. Um, it's not just like, you know, three or four views. It's at least like, you know, a good chunk of views on there. So it's pretty nice. And I'm glad because of the effort that I put into them. Because this season took a lot more effort to edit than normal. Because of how much more footage there was. Because of how convenient it was to record with the extra, with the dedicated phone for recording. Uh, that being said, that phone was very meh. But it worked out fine. And... The last thing is, I picked up, I mentioned last week, I picked up a big-ass 55-inch TV that was listed as for parts because it wasn't turning on. And it was beeping, giving a signal that either the, when you plug it in, um, the power board would put off a chirping sound. And, like, a very high-pitched chirping sound. And upon research, the two primary reasons it does that is either A, a power board issue, or B, a main board issue. One of the two need to be replaced. The only separator was if none of the LEDs on the front or anything are turning on or lighting up, that usually means power board. And if they are lighting up, that means main board. Well, in this case, I couldn't tell. Um, I didn't see any LEDs anywhere coming on, but maybe they just weren't on this model because I ordered a replacement, uh, I ordered a replacement power board, which thankfully I found for cheap, $30. And you know, it's confirmed to be working and everything beforehand, and I still have the same issue when I plugged it in. So that basically says either it's a mainboard issue, which is another $30, which, okay, it's fine. If, I, if that does fix it, cool. Or it could be something else. However, I've, after all the research I put into it, logically it shouldn't be something else. My dad seems to think that it's worth it to try for another 30 bucks because at the end of the day, a 55-inch 1080p TV for 60 bucks is still a good deal. I mean, it's not shitty. It's not old. It's a Philips. It's about three years old, three and a half years old. Um, it's a smart TV, but the smart TV aspect is not really important because my parents use Amazon Fire Stick. Um, it's more so the size and the quality. And apparently they just have really good screens, too. So... I don't know, I'm going to think about it and see if it's worth it to fix, but I tried that board earlier, and man, it motherfucking pissed me off when that shit didn't work. Because <clears throat> I went through hell to get it, so. Um. Oh, and, and the, the one more last thing is, today I took my sister to the mall, today, I said today already, uh, because it was her birthday this past Saturday, and I didn't wasn't able to take her then because family was over. So I took her today, got, you know, let her do her shopping and stuff, and I got me some shoes, a watch, and a wallet while I was out. Because cheap stuff at Burlington Coat Factory. And yeah, that pretty much sums up what I've been up to the past week. How about you, Ben? Um, well, to add to the Outer world stuff, uh, unlike you, I've played through on my first playthrough of the game so far. Um, total corporate ending that I, I wasn't really expecting to get. 
or at least wasn't hoping to get, wasn't necessarily aiming for, but that's what I got. Um, oh, you know what? Had some should depressing I... side effects. Should I, like, turn my headset down? Are you going to be doing spoilers or whatever? Or no, what? I'm not going to go full spoilers. Okay. Um, But, yeah, I'm going to definitely do some other playthroughs just because I know there's, like, a big wealth of ways that the endings can go. Um, and I kind of want to see them all in some capacity. Um, and I don't mind playing through the game again just to do that. I mean, it is short, so. Um, I went back to FF7 to make spoiler <laughs> spoilers short. I got through the Gaia Cliffs. Um, Cloud had a complete mental fucking breakdown. Was gone from the party for a little bit, uh, which gave Barrett and Sid control of the party, basically. Um... So went through, did all that stuff, got all the huge materia. Um, God, fucking weapon went on the loose. Found out that Sephiroth has been dead for five years. So that that was a big fucking plot twist. Sephiroth has never actually existed in the game. Wait, is it in his head? Okay, so the thing, what happens in Crisis Core, and, and what you find out when Cloud is busy figuring his, himself out, what happens is... um. In Crisis Core, there's the whole Nibelheim incident, and that obviously is is talked about in Final Fantasy VII, uh, in which Sephiroth found out that he's not a real person. The reason he never had parents is because he's basically um, the cells of Genova. He was made in the lab. He's not a real person. He's basically a lab creation. And so he burns down the entirety of Nibelheim, just sets everything on fire, kills a bunch of people. So he's me too. So as some kind of clone creation does. Yes. So Cloud's memory the entire time was that he was the soldier. He was the guy from Soldier that was there accompanying Sephiroth. But that was never the case. He was not the guy accompanying Sephiroth. It was Zack. Now the reason that Cloud's memories got all this mixed up, now Sephiroth or Genova rather tried to plant it in Cloud's head. The Cloud is fake. Cloud is just a clone of him. And that, um, you know, none of his memories were real. He was never there in, in, in Nibelheim, the Nibelheim incident he could have never seen. Well, that's wrong. Because he was there. Now, while Zack was the one that tried to save Sephiroth, or not Sephiroth, Tifa, after being attacked by Sephiroth, and stabbed him, Cloud did confront Sephiroth. Because Cloud, in fact, killed Sephiroth. But in doing so, Sephiroth mixed with the life stream. I believe Hojo was able to save him, and this is according to the Crisis Core stuff. Essentially hooked him up to Genova, which made, you know, again, Sephiroth fully a part of the life stream. And due to Sephiroth's own will, was able to take Genova's body parts and, 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 and make a new version of his body to go out and do his bidding. Which is what would then turn in to all these different bosses that you've been fighting throughout the game. Like Genova's death, Genova's end, all that, all that stuff. Now, what happened over the five years is that Zack and Cloud were stuck in these, like, two chambers or whatever. And Cloud was, like, injected with a bunch of Mako energy. So he was effectively made somebody that, that could be, that could have fought in Soldier. 
And because of that, because it was five years, like basically his memories got all jumbled up. And then Zack tried to save him by going out and killing a bunch of Shinra guys. But then they basically killed him and he basically died and gave him the bus short and blah, blah, blah. So yeah, all that happens. Cloud finally regains his memory, takes control of the party again. Um, and now it's just a, a bunch of crazier shit is happening. Long story short, the crater that you go to at the end of the Gaia Cliffs has been... The, the shield around it has finally been blown back open because fucking Rufus blew it open with the cannon. But also Rufus is dead now, so that's cool. Um, right now I gotta turn off a reactor that Hojo has going because Jesus Christ... Like, everything is just flowing out of control, and there's going to be an explosion of the planet if it goes on any further. So, yeah, a bunch of crazy stuff going that. on. Did you ever fix the, the issue with the cutscenes? I forget. Yeah, yeah, I fixed it. So I've been getting the, okay. the correct cutscenes now. Fucking, uh, fucking weapon, and uh, especially diamond weapon. Diamond weapon especially. Cool fucking design. Diamond so, weapon Dallas Page? Um, but I did watch some wrestling this week. Uh, I do want to give like a big, um, shout out to NWA power that it's like an eighties style, uh, hour long wrestling show that just, it, it, it's really awesome. It, 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 I didn't think I was going to like it at first cause I never grew up on eighties wrestling, but it really nails the aesthetic. There's some great wrestling on there. Some of the promos just come off very authentic and very genuine. I'm really enjoying a lot of the stuff with the tag team division. That's been great. The main event this week uh, was a tag title match featuring Eddie Edwards in Homicide. Or not Eddie Edwards, Eddie Kingston. Jesus Christ. And yeah, it's just, there's a lot of good stuff going on there. I'm really interested in what's going to like kind of come out of the Tim Storm stuff. Um, Impact has been great. NXT has been great. Uh, and I watched some of the stuff from a pro wrestling Noah show that happened on November 2nd that finally aired on November 10th. Um, if any of you like wrestling, especially Japanese wrestling, uh, I would say to definitely go out of your way to watch, um, the GHC tag team title match between Go Shiozaki and Katsuhiko Nakajima, um, versus Masa Kitamiya and Yoshiki Inamura. And definitely also watch the GHC heavyweight title match between Kaido Kiyomiya and Keno. Uh, cause those are really, uh, really good matches. So yeah, that's what I've been up to. All right. Ben said BRB because he's got a P. Vinny, what you been up to? So I before I start, who the hell added that to the doc? Added what? I said, no, not November is hard. And then someone added, like, Vinny's huge penis. I uh, that, that that wasn't me. Um, But what I can ask is, why are you talking about no, not November on the podcast? You're just going to trigger Patrick. Look, man, it's just called You Don't Touch Your Penis. It's surprisingly hard, Jordan. That's right. You just don't. don't do it. Like, like, like I'm gonna Snapchat Jordan and Marino when I do it later tonight. You gonna you're gonna show us touching yourself? No, I'm gonna show you the aftermath. <laughs> I think that might be worse. <laughs> I think that's worse somehow. Also, fuck that tweet that you linked, and fuck cows crazy. Also, rest in peace all right, to all so the children start... that I have not been having because I've been. Uh... <laughs> Putting them on a rag and then wiping it away. <laughs> T-shirt. So I'm going to start my what I've been up to for real this time. 
No, not November is hard. Moving on. Uh, Pussy. So I downloaded a bunch of games on Game Pass because I got a I got the uh, Xbox set up in my room now, and one of the games that I downloaded was Jump Force because I heard the game was really bad, and I've only I haven't really played a hell of a lot. Um, I think I just rescued Vegeta, and it's actually kind of fun. Yeah. The story leaves a lot to desire, but the gameplay is it's pretty fun. I uh I created a custom character um over Discord with my girlfriend and we put together semi generic but also okay looking shonen whammon. And um Whammon. I ended up learning, or I ended up joining Naruto's team, so I got the Rasengan, which is all I wanted. <laughs> um, and to play that on, I got a new TV. So a little while ago, like a month or two, Jake had broken, my brother had broken the TV that we had, and that kind of sucked, so we were without a TV for a while. And just the other day, one of Joe's friends had offered him a TV because... Joe being a stepdad because not everyone here is going to know who the fuck Joe is. My stepdad's friend offered him a new TV, I assume because the friend was getting a new one. And so my mom offered it to me and my brother. So I was like, yeah, fuck yeah. (laughs) The thing is like 40 inches. It's pretty nice. I like my peers. I mean, Jordan... If my penis was 40 inches, if I stuck it up your butt, it would come out your throat. Would it? It would come from, close. From my ass to my mouth, is it really 40 inches? Oh, let me no, find actually, images, George. your intestines are like a mile long. Patrick, please don't find anything else today on the internet. Well, you keep bringing stuff up like this that you like, literally giving me no choice. Anyway, the TV is like 40 inches, so I set up the Xbox on that, and I've been enjoying the hell out of it. It's really nice to have a big TV. Big. Big. Um, big butter boy. Big, yeah. He's got... I haven't really been up to a hell of a lot this week, so I'm going to pass it on along to Patrick. <laughs> I typed in penis impalement, and I regretted looking at the images on Google. Penis impalement? I was trying to find the word for it, and I don't know why I thought of that. And I looked at it and I was like, I hate my life now. Penis impalement, Patrick? Did you not think for a moment before you typed nope. in penis impalement that you would think you would see horrible, horrible things? <laughs> what have you been up to besides looking at penis impalement, Patrick? <laughs> well, I guess this, I'll have to find... I, I just realized every fucking thing that you type down starts with P. Penis. <laughs> Well, I found some uh, interesting definitions about Goldbergs earlier, so that, that was good. Yes, Ben has big Goldbergs. Yeah, I'm going to keep bringing that up. Sorry if you cut it out. The viewers are going to be very confused. Big, big, beautiful Goldbergs. <laughs> um, I did. I've been doing my Spinji GTA 5 and got a sweet new vehicle. And it's uh, it was looking good. I'm glad I didn't win that truck because that truck was kind of ugly. But I won the sweet looking sports car, which I'm, which I'm very happy that I won. 
This means another car that Jordan won't have. Eight hole. You can have that shitty truck from the previous one. Eight hole. Yeah, well, that that was great. Uh, I'm playing on my PlayStation Classic a little bit. Mainly WWF Attitude, because <laughs> I don't know what good games are. It makes me feel like the, the effort that I put into that was worth it. Yeah, it was. it's fun. <laughs> oh, what are you looking up, Patrick, you fucking cunt? I hear you're looking something up. <laughs> That's for Marina later. Um, okay. So yeah, I've been playing on PlayStation Classic PlayStation a little bit, just testing stuff out. And it, was a, it was a good time. Also been playing a little bit more of Pokemon Platinum, which also been uh was a very fun and been enjoying that recently as well. Let's see, I beat down the last gym I did was like the water one. Don't remember his name, he was a Jabroni. I didn't uh thought he was a piece of yeah. He uh, kinda sucked. I didn't save before him, so I went on my first try. And uh, I almost died to him. I was down to one Pokemon with one hit left, and I beat him. Sounds about right. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> well, um. So yeah, I played Pokemon Platinum, and I beat that. I put the smack down that gym leader just barely. I was uh, just like maybe a level or two underneath his ace. I kept using the wrong types on him, and I was uh, looking good. And I was, uh, yeah, I was uh, turning disaster, but I did it. And, uh, yeah, crash or wake can fuck you up if you're not prepared. Yeah, I was. I just used the wrong thing, and then my trainer was really mad at I me, and I was like, "See, I was fine. I was fine. Quick. I beat him in one go. I was fine." Yeah, I mean, hey, you got past him. That's what matters. Even though I, uh, it was a very poor attempt. And been grinding, training up Pokemon. I'm on. To, I'm going to an island to train. I think it was like the one before the Steel Gym. That was Iron fucking Island, whatever it is. I can't remember. Um, Steel Stern Island. No, it's the island I'm supposed to go on boat before the Steel Gym to train. I think it's just called Iron Island. Oh, there you go. It's Iron Island. Uh, that's 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 it. I did play Tetris 99, I guess. Got my Pokemon theme and won an online match. So that, that was something. All right. Well, folks, it is time for the never-before-seen... Actually, we did have a, a transition for this a long time ago. Once or twice for specifically wrestling stuff. But it's time for Patrick and Ben to talk about some AEW. So, Patrick. AEW Dynamite. From November 6th, 2019. That was the one when they were in North Carolina. I believe so. Yes, the Bojangles Coliseum in Charlotte, North Carolina. Yeah. Started off with Pac versus Trent. They fucked up that ending. Yeah, they fucked up that ending, but other than that, it was a really good match. Yeah. It was kind of it was better than I actually expected from it. Not that I think Trent is a bad wrestler. Well, he was going to get uh, squashed 
I just didn't think you'd have that much offense. Yeah, but I don't think they would want to squash him because he's supposed like Trent is supposed to be a part of a tag team that'll is supposed to be a part of you know a, a set of teams that can can potentially be top contenders for the tag titles. So I don't think they want to like they don't want to put tag teams out there as being lesser than singles wrestlers. So it makes sense that they're going to put him out there and and not have him a uh, straight up job to Pac. They're going to make him try and look like an equal as much as possible. Yeah, unlike a different company, either does that or just does 50-50 booking and sucks at it. Yeah. Everyone wins, so so everyone doesn't get look better than the other. Yeah. It's not how pushes work, but that's how they treat them anyway. Yeah. Patrick pushed me. So, uh, Cody had his career announcement. Um, it was a, an amazing promo. It was probably the best promo that Cody has ever cut. And I know I said this about the John Moxley promo, but probably one of the best promos that I've ever seen. In fact, it's leagues above that Moxley promo, as far as I'm concerned. Um. Announced that if he loses in the AEW title match, that he'll never challenge for the AEW title again. Oof. That's big yikes. Private Party defeated the Dark Order. I don't really remember this match that much. Yeah, this is kind of set up to fucking, like, you know, to play into full gear, which we'll get into in a bit. So I'm not kind of surprised Private Party won. Yeah. I remember it being a, a decent match, though. So That's fine. Um, They played the Chris Jericho hype video, which was fucking hilarious. It was a parody of the Cody uh, video that they put together. Uh, ha- had everybody's uh, favorite wrestler in there, uh, specifically Patrick's favorite wrestler. Yeah, that was Soul Train Jones. Soul Train Jones. He doesn't know what a goat is, but he knows what Chris Jericho is, and he's the greatest of all time. Yeah. You know, Jer- Jericho's power is uh, like Olive Garden's breadsticks. Unlimited. Unlimited. Mm. Uh, Patricia Bobsky. Chris's aunt's friend from church said that she hoped Jericho would beat the shit out of Cody. <laughs> He's just fantastic stuff. Fucking hilarious stuff. Uh, Emmy Sakura and Jamie Hayter versus Shauna and Riho. That was a really, uh, I thought that was a really good match. Honestly. I like Some the of the, the best stuff that I think we've seen out of the AEW women's division so far. So... Hopefully we start seeing more stuff like that. Because that's one area where I feel like they've been kind of weak. Because when it when it's come down to big places for women to wrestle, the only place that they've really had has been uh has been WWE. Yeah. And sometimes so, they don't treat their women wrestler the best there either. Say that again? They don't treat some of their women wrestlers there good either. 
Yeah, the booking has definitely not been favorable to what I feel like you or I would want. But, yeah, we'll see where their women's roster goes in the future when, you know, contracts start running up on the WWE side and, and even other areas, like who will they sign, who will come over. Um, you know, That'll be interesting to watch over the next little bit. Yeah. It's a really weird Brandy Rhodes and Awesome Kong video. More mystique Not, dirt. I wasn't I really a fan of that. No. I don't I don't know what they're going with this. Sean Spears defeated everybody's favorite jobber, Brandon Cutler. Mm-hmm. Uh, everybody's favorite jobber. I mean nobody really cares that much about him, but you know, that's He has a DND shirt on AEW.com, I guess. <laughs> yeah, he likes Dungeons and Dragons. That was a very short feud that he lost. As in just the one match. Yeah. I played a Kenny Omega and John Moxley hype video. Which, oh boy, when we get to talking about that match. Chris Jericho and Sammy Guevara defeated Kenny Omega and Hangman Page. That was a pretty good match. After interference from the bastard. Yeah. Devolved into an awesome, crazy brawl. As some, uh, some wild, wild shit. MJF hidden Hager with the chair. Chasing Jericho. Cody hitting Jericho with the crossroads. Moxley, Moxley coming down. All that stuff. Ah, it's fucking awesome. It's a great, bro. And, and that was the go home show. For for the real show that we're here to talk about. The full gear pay-per-view. Open with the pre-show, Britt Baker versus Bea Priestley. I didn't think it was a terrible match. A lot of people really didn't like that match, but I didn't think it was that bad. I thought it was just average. No, straight yeah, down the it middle. Was, it was fine. It wasn't anything insulting. I mean, it's just a standard match. Nothing to write home about, but nothing bad. Oops. Yeah. Main pay-per-view opened up the Proud and Powerful versus the Young Bucks. I thought this was a really good match. It was very different from what we're used to with the Young Bucks, where the Young Bucks are usually more high-flying, more fast-paced action. But it was like a slower, more story-oriented match. You know, Nick selling, uh, selling the leg a lot. Oh yeah, kicking that turnbuckle. No good. Kick that post. Shout your ankle. Um, After the match, Sammy Guevara came out to celebrate with his inner circle stablemates. I know, he was vlogging. And Ortiz a sock full of baseballs. He was vlogging the way down there and it was great. (laughs) He was. Rock and Roll Express came in Morton hit the Canadian Destroyer. Hit a suicide dive. Some good stuff. Some good stuff. Hangman Page defeated Pac. I actually was expecting Pac to go over here. But I guess they did this to set up for the match on Wednesday. Um, Match uh, was probably the sleeper of the night. 
yeah, yeah I thought it was really good no again it was like slower paced but um you know very well put together they built all their spots really well um I thought it was better you know it, it even says here that uh this person thought it was better than the opener and I thought I thought it was too Oh yeah, it was um, a very, very good match. Even Brian Zane gave it four point five out of five stars. Said it was a fantastic match. Said it was he was I don't expecting know if I'd go to go four and a half, but yeah, mm. it was really good. Sean Spears defeated Joey Janela in uh, the three star favorite of the night. That was the cool down match. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was a good match. Mm, it was um, fine. Yeah. Fucking Tully. At the end of the match. And jumping and get that double team power. Pile driver, and of course they had, they couldn't get any competent ref, so they had to get fucking Earl Hebner who gets distracted from every little thing. It was, uh, yeah, yeah I, I, I liked it. I liked it. I mean, it wasn't anything blow away, but I thought it was good. Only Earl Hebner would take forever and just get distracted from like a low ring post, a little pad, for like ten minutes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, had Kip Sabian do an interview in the back. Yeah, with, um, with uh, or Penelope Jan- Ford. Yeah, Janelle's ex-girlfriend. Yeah, Kip Sabian's actual girlfriend. I wonder if they're going to start a little feud. I think that's what they were aiming for. Mm-hmm. Um, Because Joey Janela, bad boy Joey Janela, she she went, why be bad when you can be super bad? Mm. So, I think they're going with that feud, definitely. Probably. Triple threat tag team match. Frankie Kazarian versus the Lucha Brothers versus Private Party. Um, Frank, Frankie Kazarian, this... Scorpio Sky. Pretty you just said Frankie Kazarian. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, Frankie Kazarian and Scorpio Sky. This is a great match. This was awesome. I felt like the, yeah, the reason like they didn't want to the Lucha Brothers to eat the pin, so they just like they had a third place in there and there's like, oh, let's put in Private Party to make them look good and then let them eat the pin. Yeah. I didn't feel like they didn't want to do that to the Dark Order because they want to make them at least a little bit more powerful. Not really, because Dark Order ate a pin on TV. You're not wrong. So. But I feel I like mean, the way they did it. I don't know. This is probably one of my favorite uh, triple threat tag team matches that I've seen. Maybe not the best one that I've ever seen, but um, it, it was definitely really good. Really high, uh, fast-paced. Awesome stuff. Um, fucking. Any time that I get to see Scorpio Sky in a ring, it, it's good shit. Tell it then after the match, the lights went out. Ooh. What happened, Patrick? And yet, uh, <laughs> it was all in, or another fake uh, Pentagon got in the ring. Started mimicking him, like Doink the Clown at like WrestleMania 9, I think, or something. And then he just yep. beat him up and wonder if it was the fallen angel. Because, uh, yeah, they set up that feud where they took out Christopher Daniels from the tournament and then Scorpio Sky had to step in and win it before them. So, now so the- I'm guessing temporarily they might pull Pentagon out of the tag division to do a singles feud with uh, Daniels? Maybe. Something like that. Wouldn't be against that. Baltimore's really wanting the Lucha Brothers to win, though. They were... Easily the crowd favorite there. Yeah. Riho versus Emi Sakura. I really enjoyed this match. 
I thought this was really good. I just wish they would have had like a little bit more time to build up for it. Yeah, they didn't really build to it properly. Uh, but when it came down to the match, some good stuff. Lots of um, stomps. <laughs> Rio. Yeah. Some good stops. The fucking... The, the, the pinning combinations that they were trying to go for at the end. That was some cool shit. <laughs> Everything was fast-paced. Next up. AW World Championship match. Jericho versus Cody. Why do they have Muda as one of the judges? I laughed my ass off. I looked at my dad and went, why the fuck do they have Muda? <laughs> and my dad didn't know who Muda was. I mean, so yeah, that's fair, I guess. But, but I was just like, Malenko and Arn make sense because they work for the company. They have plenty of history with both men in there, especially with Malenko and Jericho. But where the fuck did Great Muda come from? I guess they really wanted somebody who would be impartial, so, you know, Muda probably doesn't give two, two shits about those two, so, yeah, throw him in there as a third. Like, if you're talking people that work for the company, you could have put Billy Gunn out there. Yeah, and he, you know, he would have been impartial. You wouldn't have had Jerry Lynn to put out there, because he, you know, unfortunately couldn't be there that weekend, but... Yeah, surgery. Yeah. But regardless, I think it was funny. Uh, the Great Muda was out there, completely confused. Yeah, you look like, it's like, whoa, what am I doing here? <laughs> Created some fantastic memes. But, uh, a lot of good storytelling in this match. A lot of, lot of interference. Um. At some point, Cody went for a fucking dive. Ate shit. In which he hit, he hit the ramp and cut himself open pretty good. Right above the eye, had to get like, I think like six to ten stitches. Yeah, then he got a rib injury in the match. Oh yeah, um, like the ribs separated from the cartilage apparently. So, but uh, Cody, fucked him. Uh, yeah, Cody something. lost, ate the pin. He didn't eat the pin. <laughs> or no, he didn't eat the pin. He was getting. Oh God, no. MJF yeah, he was, he was in Jesus that, fucking Christ. He was in the walls, and, like, it was good. It was going good, and then he, like, yeah, his body MJF contorted. Towel. Yeah, and the piece you know of shit MGF threw though? in the towel when he never you know tapped what that out. Is, though? Let's go swerve. It's karma. Huh. I know Kenny forgave him for it. Teasing, throwing in the towel. Yeah. But this is karma. Just kidding, fuck MJF, you piece of shit, you son of a bitch. Just the way he had the walls you on him, that bastard. That, that, looked, that looked beautiful. The fucking turn afterwards, though. Oh, it's fantastic, and the guy throwing the fucking drink at him. Yeah. It's beautiful. He'll hit number one heel in the company now. I think. I think Cody though has really. He's found his stride and what he does best in a pro wrestling match. And it's not like the crazy high spot matches. It's not the Japanese style matches. It's like the good, just fucking story built matches. 
And now um, he's not going to tie for the AEW world title. And let's see if they pull WWE and like try dropping it within a year or so. I hope they don't. I hope they don't. Because if they're introducing a secondary title, then that gives you something that he could eventually go and challenge for at some point. Build um, up. I, I think it would have still been great if you won the title here. But even if he doesn't, he's still going to hopefully be putting on memorable matches like this. And that's that's what I care about the most. It doesn't matter really how many titles you win to me, as long as you're still putting on really amazing, memorable matches. And put on good match that, That's That's what matters the most. And Patrick, I'll let you talk about this next match. Ooh. I know, I watched it twice already. <laughs> was it good? No, it was it for the official AEW-sponsored ones, but then they had the Lights Out one, where they didn't want yep. to have any part of it. <laughs> which is weird they didn't they like turned the lights to red went to print which at fighter fest and they did it the first time they turned all the lights off and turned them back on so i was like that's looks different yeah, and then we had our unsanctioned lights out match between moxley and omega which they were supposed to have their blow-off match at all out where's all in yeah all out i think but then moxley had to get something had to get uh there was like meniscus something in his elbow. He had to get surgically removed. So he's pulled out the very like last week before the show happened. It sucks, but you know at least we got this match out of it, so it's fine. Just, two just going at each other, just brawling. I'm trying to remember the spots. Brawling, then brings in some garbage. We're gonna start some fucking garbage wrestling. Mm-hmm. It's beating the show with a garbage can trash lid and they brought the 2x4 wrapped in barbed wire and started smacking his back in. You could just see him just getting cut up from the first two shots. Stomping on him. Then Kenny Omega brought his, a table and then a barbed wire broom. Started smacking him across the back of the head which made him gush blood immediately. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Put, it, put it on his back and then started sweeping when the barbed wire digging into his back. And the bar took the barbed wire bat and started like bringing it in his head a little bit with it. Then I believe that it was the mousetrap board that came next after that. They were teasing a spot a little bit, and John Moxie like did his weird suplex where he picks him up, but then he like tosses him like a throw. So they just does a flip right into the mouse traps, and Omega was just hurting for after that. Mm -hmm. More bar slapping each other barbed wire, then comes. I believe the table spot where Mega does his uh, dive and crashes through it. And then he brought out some glass. It just slices Omega's like the, the little space between the fingers of Omega then crushed it up. No, that was Omega doing that like to Moxley. Mega, I don't know why he said Mega doing that. Whatever. Yeah, Moxley got fucking cut up in the hands and then he got pretty much just... D'Lo Brown Sky Hyde right spine buster into that fucking glass. Which that was good. And then he put him in the sharpshooter and then Moxie was crawling through the glass. And then Omega got put through the glass. And then they made their way onto the ramp and then Omega started driving a screwdriver in Moxie's head and then he tells the Elite to come out and bring his little contraption of a barbed wire spider web ball, whatever the fuck they called it. And they were teasing a little bit, and then 
Moxie just pretty much suplexed him and Omega in that uh, barbed wire, and they were stuck in it. Into the barbed wire like, web. Yeah, the barbed wire web. They were stuck in it for like a good minute, and they had to have people pull him out. Then Moxie punched an official, <laughs> and then he got a V trigger right into the paint, like the little siding paint glass. Oh, yeah, I forgot to mention the Omega put glass into Moxie's mouth and gave him two V triggers for his trouble. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Then they started crawling back. Oh yeah, and then they also there was also the chain spot where Omega was uh, choking Moxley, like he was nearly almost hanging him there, like almost literally ready to choke him out. And then he slipped, and then that table dives happened after that. Blah blah. blah. And then they roll him in there, and then he paradigm shifts. I think was into the glass. Then after that, Moxie rolls out, cuts off the fabric, and then dissects the ring with the wooden boards. Which he tries giving him a pile driver with mega reverses, back body drop, paradigm shift to Moxley kick out, Phoenix splash, misses, then Moxie just, with his elevated paradigm shift, drops mega head first on uh, the wood and pins him one, two, three. It was a. Uh, the only thing that was missing were light tubes and thumbtacks. Other than that, everything else was uh, what you needed in a hardcore death match. Went on for a very long time, a lot longer than I expected it. Fucker's Hold like on. almost forty minutes long. Let me let me look up the full match time because I saw forty-eight minutes. <laughs> no, it was like around that forty minute mark. Thirty-eight minutes. Yeah, it was thirty-eight a, minutes, forty-five seconds. It was around that forty-minute mark, which was, that was a long time for a hardcore match. Yeah. It was great. But my only my only thing is that I feel like it did maybe go on a little bit too long. But if you've ever been interested in a hardcore match or a death match at all, I feel like this is probably the safest place to start. Yeah, it doesn't because, go too far like oof, a lot of other places. Yeah, it goes it goes a bit far, but it doesn't go too far. And um at least in my opinion, is easier to stomach. There's some parts where they definitely make it look, you know, they, they make some of the spots look nasty, which is the the goal of a professional wrestling match. Um, I mean, the art of selling. Yeah. Um, which, look, if you, if you don't wind up liking it, that's understandable. I can understand not liking a match like this. Yeah, fuck you, Jim Cornette. But, um... Yeah, it, it it like definitely when it came comes down to death matches, it's uh, it wasn't one of the crazier ones because I, I you know if you ever watch some Big Japan or some pro wrestling freedoms, you know even some CZW or GCW stuff, get a light tube match going, and uh, you'll see some nasty shit happen, some nastier shit than this, that's for sure. It's kind of akin to like how some old ECW matches were. There's quite a few of them back in EC the old ECW days where they went oof, way too far and very gruesome. Like their one and only barbed wire masker match because Paul Heyman's like, I never want to do that match here ever again. Yeah. I mean, I don't blame him. You put two of the worst people that you could put in a match like that as the first and only one. Yeah. Oh, I thought that was Sabu gorgeous. and Terry Funk. Yeah, two two very good, two very very wonderful people. You should put weapons around. 
I still need to go watch that match too. Oh, it's, it's fucking on the network now. By the time by the time they were finished, both of them were just engulfed in barbed wires where they had to bring out bolt cutters just to cut them loose. Jeez. It was fucking bad. Yeah, uh, that unsanctioned match was really fucking good. And AEW, I know they won't be. I think they said that they won't be doing a hardcore match like that for a long time, which is good. I don't blame them because I don't think any of them would be able to follow that up. And that one was also pretty wild. So, yeah, as, as long as I get my treat like that, like maybe once a year, I'd be happy with it. But yeah, it was a really good show. It was. Uh... The Dynamite and Full Gear recap. Which I'm glad I, sp- I avoided all spoilers for Full Gear. I did not know anything that was going to happen. Yeah. Really, yeah, really we should probably wrap this episode up now. Yes, we should. All right. Well, this has been a very lengthy episode. I'm, I'm glad this was uh, episode 50 that we did this on because, you know, starting with a new soundtrack, which, by the way, this is Soundtrack 6. Uh, for those that would like to keep track, it's Soundtrack 6 that we're going on. So pretty cool um it's pretty cool that we're doing this long episode anyways we're gonna wrap things up so thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode of the like day school podcast i hope you've enjoyed if you'd like to find us on twitter you can find me at jazawa toad you can find ben at vid sigma you can find no, Vinny at i changed my at no you didn't yeah, i did you tried that once and then didn't and made an alt account which is very smart changed it damn it i well, have an alt account oh so you, you can find Ben somewhere. I don't care anymore. At VidSigma. That's what I thought. <laughs> you can find Vinny at Vinny Plays Vlogs, and you can find Patrick at Assassin underscore Volk. And if you'd like to follow the official Twitter for the Lackadaisical Podcast, it is at Lackadaisicast, and that is spelled L-A-C-K-A-D-A-I-S-I-C-A-S-T. Feel free to slide into those DMs, shoot us some suggestions for topics, and be sure to head over to my channel. This is the last plug that I will give for the vlogs uh, for this season. Um, so if you'd like to check those out and see all of us scooping off, except for Vinny, um, they're on my channel over at youtube.com slash Jizalto. I'll get there and eventually. Eventually he will. And yeah, we'll see you guys next week. <laughs>